Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. Uh, oh, I'll just interrupt me. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll start that again. Hello, everyone. And Ashley. You can speak now. Hey, Matt. And welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Matthew Ali. And me, Ashley McAllister. He's busy on his phone. Um, how's your week been? <laughs> Sorry, I was just pushing Instagram, saying that we're all ready for it. Um, yeah, which has been good. Uh, I had my first Christmas party of the season on Saturday night. Saturday, that's so annoying. Oh, well, um, that's a good idea. I don't understand why Christmas parties are always during the week and no one books a day off afterwards. Well, I can understand why work parties are on during the week because I don't want to be hungover on my own time. I want to be hungover on work time. Oh, I was, but really? That's, that's so bizarre. No, because I think after the Christmas party, if, when it, well, if you rock up late, um, then it's fine because you like oh. the Christmas party. And then, like, nobody expects work done the night after the Christmas party. Like, I mean, they say they do, but they don't. And you start work at 12? I start work at 12, yeah. But I, my, actually, my work party is on a Friday this year, so. That's so interesting. I guess mm. I, I always thought they didn't do it because, like, places were busy, so they either wouldn't be able to take the booking or it costs more money, and that's why, like, offices and stuff do it during the week. That's what I always assumed. And I should have done that because I, I always put the day off afterwards. But now that I don't work in the restaurants and I don't have to be there at a certain time and actually, I don't know, serve customers and stuff, it's all right having, like, drunk breath, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, exactly. well. I'm going to do that next time. I used to come in after the Christmas party in my, in my uh, you know, yeah. you, remember, you remember Dave? Yeah. My boss. He'd be got crawled under the floor in a ball. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I think the day after the Christmas party is you just look for the stories and the regrets. Well, no, so um, I had mine on Thursday. and It wasn't as debaucherous as it has been. But the past two years, um, I've been the hot mess. And then the accounts team had taken out a vote whether it be me or one other person. So I don't like hearing about the stories because it's always about me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Last year, um, the Christmas party, well, the year before, I was quite responsible. I got so drunk. I left at five. I was in bed at 7 p.m. Um, oh, well, five in the morning. 5 p.m. I left. I was in bed at 7 p.m. from the work party. As oh. the lunch, like it starts at 12. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it's not after work, so you take out the day. It's actually a work day, so that's pretty decent. Um, and then last year, I was really hammered again, blacked out. Apparently, I was really rude to a bunch of people. But it was their fault. It was some people, some new friends I'd made, like, work with good friends now. But they didn't know what I was like, and they were trying to, like, force me to do stuff and, you know, or, like, you know, were like, oh, you need to take care of him and this and the other. And then my other friend was like, no, he's fine. Just leave him be. He'll, he'll be okay. And then they were trying to like, Matt, come. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Fuck away from me. Because I'm going to make my way home. I know, like, I'll be fine. Yeah. But then I woke up um, in Walthamstow, which is nowhere near where I live, on a platform by someone from work who lives in Walthamstow, but like four hours later. So I set <gasps> myself on a bench. Oh, my God. And he was like, Matt, you all right? And I was like, oh, yeah. And he was like, you need to get home over. So he woke me up and then just as the train came, I threw up all over the platform and then I made it home. Oh, math. And uh, this year was great. No events happened. I didn't make a fool of myself. I danced a lot and I'm pretty certain two guys came on to me and I want nothing to do with them. Oh, wow. And I think everyone's breath stank. Everybody's breath stank? Yeah, boy, I was dancing and people were coming around and stuff and I was like, what's going on? Does everybody <gasps> smell? Maybe it was your breath. No, don't be silly. Well, our Christmas party was mad. I have to say, I drank so much. I, I have to say, I somebody explained to me what the term. This is going to sound so stupid, but what the term blacking out means. I was just saying, oh, I drank so much, I can't really remember anything that happened. I'm like, right. so, you blacked, so you blacked out? I'm like, that's not blacking out. In what my head, black, blacking out is when you pass out, like. I was so drunk, I passed out. Oh, no. Because anytime somebody's like, oh, we blacked out, I was like, I've never blacked out. I have blacked out so many times. I was going to say you never have. Because some people haven't, you know, in their adult life, they're like, oh, I've never not known what's happening. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's a regular occurrence. Or it was, especially when I first started drinking. Like, literally, like, hours in the day that you cannot account for, isn't it? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I... 
mean, Jesus, I drank so much. I think I tried to add up. I had at least 10 pints of Guinness. And then I had vodkas, we had shots, and I started drinking whiskey. Went back to the house party, had whiskey. 10 pints of Guinness is a lot. Uh, I think I had more than 10. I can't Which remember. Which is the whole, like that, that many pints. I can't get, I would never drink that many pints. Apparently when I'm drunk, I turn into Oprah. What, you, you do it now, babe. She tries to give you advice to everybody. <laughs> no one wants to hear. I was giving all these straight people relationship advice. Apparently, you know everything. <laughs> of course. Apparently, you know fucking everything. Drunk Ashley is wise. He is. Sober Ashley is not. And yet he does the same thing, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, it was mad. I also revealed who my gym crush was unintentionally. It was all of them? No, 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 no. Was it someone at the party? No, it wasn't at the party. But he, he regularly attends? Uh, well, I'm not going to say any more because some of them listen. I'm not going to give anything else away in case... But they already know. Not everyone knows. I'm like, look, listen. They're all really hot, attractive workout men. I'm pretty certain they all assume that you just fancy them more. And in fact, you lied to yourself when you said that you don't. Uh, you don't. You don't fancy every just because they're hot. You've taken personality. No, you fancy everyone because they're hot. I definitely don't. You only care about their exterior, not their interior. <laughs> That's so not true. Oh my God. You're so what you're, what you're What you're trying to say is, I just happen to pull really banging guys. I said that before, it's true. Yeah. I don't know what it is. host before bros. You will cut a bitch out. <laughs> if I mean, you could sniff someone who was hot. Do you, do you remember in Sydney with... I remember all of the experiences that happened to me. The, um... I won't say his name, but you know who. Yeah, I know, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and you were, you were like, oh, I just met this most amazing guy. And I was like, oh, so have I. And then you pointed to him and I was like, oh, yeah, I met him too. And then I was like, look, I was chatting to him and he's got a partner. And you're like, no. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. And it was me, you, Luke, and Tom. And we were like, yeah, because we yeah, said yeah sorry, guy. Let's see who'd get him. Well, it turned into a bet. But I was like, yeah, he's got a partner, guys. And Luke was like, oh, that's shit. I'm like, yeah, no, that's really bad, isn't it? Oh, well, let's move on. And you just looked at me in the side. You're like, nope. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know what you're doing. <laughs> and I was, when Ashley plays, he plays the win. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, it was a competition beforehand. We were saying to be like, okay, look, we all like him. Let's just see, you know, best man wins, whatever. Whoever talks to him. And then you were like, oh, I spoke to him. He's already in a relationship. But you were no, like, I, I, we, both, we both believed it. We were both like, oh, man, yeah. that's so shit. Can't believe it. Yeah. Well played. Exactly. That's what I mean. You're cut, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Talk to him. You did put him in all fairness. Yeah, we, we, went out for, we, had, we had a date in Sydney. We went out for dinner and drinks. Then, yeah, he was really hot. He still is really hot. I had uh, another bunch of dates cancelled, so that was great. Oh, well, at least you get dates. Fill with joy. At least you're getting dates, though. With who? Well, they just cancel, but they're scheduled. That's not a good thing. It's better than not even having a date. Um, is it? A, is maybe, it? Maybe not. Because like work, at least like I'm like, oh, it's basically like I'm getting dressed and ready, you know. Or mm. it'll get to the day, and then it's gone, you know, midday, and we're spoken about this. You know? Yeah, I would, and the message would... like so, because you know they know it's not because they haven't messaged you in like two days, whatever. And you're like, I have to ask, is it still on then? You know, and they're like, oh, you know, I can't. I'm like, wicked. Now I have nothing to do all evening. But you know, I have nothing to say about that except fuck men. Fuck them all. You should give out relationship advice. <laughs> like I do. Yeah, I should. You do. I saw a post um, on Instagram where someone was like, how are you giving relationship advice when you're always single? And they're like, coaches don't play. <laughs> well exactly exactly, exactly. so you know you don't play the game you just coach people on how to do it but I um, I think everybody I gave relationship advice to the advice was at breakup <laughs> yeah apparently I'm a miserable bitter gay. you're like women are the worst you know what's really good men's asses <laughs> no, one of the I gave a relationship advice to a woman as well I was like break up you said go for women as well get off my man <laughs> oh. all right anyway um should we get into some topics 
Yes. Just a heads up, I will have to run out when my alarm goes off. I've got some sausages in the oven that I'm cooking. Gluten-free meatless sausages. Yeah, I'm wrapped in bacon. It's not Christmas Day yet. <laughs> I know, but I bought this stuff for fry from a hangover yesterday. But then I didn't actually, I, I, I was sort of in the stance of I didn't want to eat. So I didn't eat anything yesterday. And then I sat there and my mom's like, use them or lose them. So uh, I'll use them. Breakfast for dinner is great. Yeah, I'm going to literally take them out of the oven when we finish recording. Put some beans on, put some eggs on, put some hash browns on. Can you have hash browns? Yes. Oh, amazing. Well then. Cool. Anyway, um, why don't you go first? I will. I will, I will, I will. So, oh, you've seen around all the all the rainbow laces that've been going around. Yeah, we had to do it in our games as well. Not had to do it, pardon me. We did do it. Mm, yeah, you chose to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did one because I couldn't get the other one off. It was really difficult, and I was like, okay, one lace is enough. Yeah, and it's the it's for people who don't know. Um. It is Stonewall's Rainbow Laces campaign and the Campion C's sports team, Dawn Rainbow Laces, um, arm brands, rainbow attire to just sort of raise inclusive, inclusivity for the LGBT community in sports. I think a lot of people out there think that homophobia is a thing of the past, but obviously happens every day. Look at a couple of weeks ago, Gareth Thomas beat up. Yeah, so he's an ex-international rugby player for Wales. Yeah, and the Lions. Six foot five, isn't he, or something like that? Massive, gigantic. Who would go up to a six foot five tank? A 16-year-old, an idiot, that's who. Yeah, so it's still out there, and that's why things like this is important. Actually, yeah, yeah have you, Matt, have you ever received homophobia? Any form of homophobia? Um, I think, I mean, just like little things, like when you're out in Soho. Um, like sometimes I'd be drunk and like holding like my boyfriend's hand and someone would say something, but no, I wouldn't say anything that's really like stood out to me. Um, nothing aggressive, like yeah. violent. No, no one's come at me. Like no one's come at me and said anything, but then saying that, because I always assumed that because I was like a big black guy, like no one was, but you could be Gareth Thomas and the same thing happens, I guess. No, I would say that it would be like microaggressions as opposed to like significant things that I could actually think mm. about. Yeah. Uh, no, I, just the one I talked about before in in the local pub where I said I was gay, and he's like, "Let's go fight." And I'm like, mm, "No." Absolutely not. Um, I do joke. There's a guy at the gym who, who we were paired up last week, training, and or the week before, I can't remember. But he, we were talking about weights, and he picked the heavier weights. He's a big guy, mm-hmm. and I. I said, I'm going to go for the lighter ones. He goes, oh, just do the, lever- the, just do the, light- or the heavier ones. Don't be such a poof. And I was like, uh, I am a poof, and I'm still going to do the weights I want to do. Does he know he that you're gay? For some reason? He, didn't, he, he, didn't know, he didn't know I was gay. Not that it would make a difference, really, but I just want to know. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, per choice of words, but um, he didn't know, uh, and he has since apologized. So, like, he came up, actually, on Saturday night, he came up, and gave me a very nice three hour long apology. An hour long apology? Oh, he's drunk, obviously. Three hour long. It was, it had, like, I had my legs over his legs at the end at the house party and we all just sat on the sofa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will say that actually recently, remember I told you about the time I went to that pub quiz with one of my friend's friends from work? Yeah, he used to I would say that although it wasn't like, it wasn't homophobia, it was like insensitivity, but it's the opposite to that. This person knew that we were gay, so I thought it was more of a reason why he could start calling everyone faggots and calling me a faggot. And I was like, nope. one, we're not friends, okay? So it's not okay for you to call me that. And it's not okay to start using just because your friend who is repressing himself is okay with you using that term because he doesn't want to stir up any trouble. Yeah. See, like, somebody said, because somebody else asked, was I really, like, offended by it? I don't get, a, like, personally, I don't get offended by it. I'm not saying... Because I don't get offended by it, you should be able okay, to use it. You shouldn't use the word. I'm not going to be offended by it, but you can't judge every single other person by my standards. So 
And that's what my friend said at the time. And I was really upset by him because he was like, well, I don't get offended by it. And I was like, because you want to be friends with them. In fact, you were just saying you're really happy to be in a group of friends. So you're going to let them say these things to me and other people because you're saying it's okay. And I don't think that's okay. I also think you should stand up for those people and say that it's not okay. Even if you're not personally offended. Yeah, I totally agree. We've gone on a tangent, obviously. Ofs. So yeah, um, homophobia in sport. Um, so recently, Manchester United wore armbands on their kit with the rainbow. And after, but actually it wasn't just them, it was Manchester United, um, Chelsea, Arsenal. And it said that Manchester United received more than 43,000 homophobic comments after supporting Rainbow Laces campaign. 43,000 homophobic comments. Um, So it says here, on the Manchester United official Facebook page, many wrote, say no to LGBT. God created Adam and Steve, not Adam and Lukaku. Who's that? That kind of made me laugh. But no, it's not right. Is Lukaku a player? Yeah. Okay. Um, somebody said Gaychester United and football is a healthy sport. LGBT lifestyle will make the situation unhealthy. That is truly the most disgusting thing. Isn't it just disgusting? <clears throat> so Kirsty Clark, Stonewall's director of sports, said this year's campaign is about giving people confidence to be active allies and show their, visit, show their visible support for LGBT people either on or off the pitch, which I think is nice. I have a LGBT rogue top rogues a brand of crossfit gear um which is pretty awesome as well and it just, i think little things like this or i think we've talked about before where we talk about i think we mentioned about pride and how it is sort of it's okay having all these rainbows in a city but if nobody can see it in the small digs in the, in the country what what effect is it having so when when for example new zealand wore the rugby laces after the garth thomas event Manchester United, you know, these are two of the biggest teams in the world, like showing their support for LGBT inclusivity. And I'm not going to upset football people out there by saying, well, no, I am. I'm going to say it because I think football, football people will say themselves, it's a very different sport than rugby. Football's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, the behavior is disgusting to me. I play football on a Thursday. And I watch, and my brother and my friends, all big football fans, they, and when you watch a football game and you watch rugby, they're completely different. Totally but different. That is disgusting in football. It's, um, the mentality of a rugby supporter is very different than the mentality of a football supporter. I mean... Supporter, not- player, official, all of those involved their behavior and their mindset and their attitude is completely different. Well, what is encouraging is like teams like Man United doing this and big teams, Chelsea and Arsenal, using these bands of support. So uh, a spokesperson for Arsenal said, we are very, oh, oh, that's my sausages ready. Back in a second. I'll give him five more minutes. A spokesperson for Arsenal said, we are very proud to be supporting the Rainbow Laces campaign and do a great deal of work to promote equality across all levels of the game. As Facebook is the platform where these views are being shared, we are assuring all of our Arsenal for everyone initiatives and messages, plus ways to report anti-LGBT language on the match day are posted by this platform. It is, um, it just it shocked me because, I don't know, 43,000 homophobic, and it just, it reminded me about how far we have to go. To be accepted. Sorry? To be accepted. For being me, like I, I think I'm, I'm very lucky that I, I've never had any serious form of hate thrown at me. And I know people out there, there are, and I know there are straight people out there who are at the point where anytime something LGBT comes up, it's an eye roll and it's like, a, oh, come on, guys, what else do you guys want? I, I don't think, I don't think it's too much to ask to just want to not be hated for being me. Do you know what I mean? And I know it's, it's, I'm personally, as far as I know, people just don't hate me for being me. I mean, I'm a dick, so I guess people hate me for being a dick. But um, 
you know. It's... Yeah, but it's not be you for being you. They hate you for their preconception or their preconceived ideas of you. So yeah. they assume that because you're gay, you're all these other things. When it's not you, it forms a part of you and it's a small part, but it isn't you. It doesn't define you. And then to use that as a definition for who you are and who I am and who others are is incorrect. Yeah. And the thing that annoys me the most is there's going to be kids. Because what age are you when you're on Facebook? On Facebook? Like you can be 13. Uh, there's an age restriction to 18 year olds, apparently. No, no, there's not. So um, you can make fake ages. Yeah, well, no, but I think you can be 13 to be legally on social media. Like if you're under 13. I thought Facebook specifically, but anyway, a young age. Saying well, I'm, I, know that, I know it's 13 for Instagram. Mm. Uh, and I, I imagine because Facebook's owned by Instagram. Or Instagram. Say this, I know that someone changed the age on Facebook. And so recently they were on um, Chappie, which is like a gay dating app. And yeah. you have to log in through Facebook. You have to have a Facebook account to do it. And so your age is already on there. And the age was like three years above his. Because like, oh shit, yeah. I had to put the age to get on Facebook. And now people think I'm 26 and I'm actually 22. Somebody thought I was 26 today. Was it a three-year-old? No. It was, he, he's 26 and he found out my age. He goes, oh my God, I thought you were my age. And I'm like, I love you. Are you having a good skin day? Uh, I, I doubt it. I mean, I've... Oh, you've not had a good skin day. Sorry, that's stupid. No. <laughs> Just um, having a good face day. So much face. I have such a good face. A lot of face, it's true. Anyway, the point I was making is, you know, you've got 13-year-olds on these groups watching or seeing these comments go up on big football, which, I'm, you know, there's footballers, kids out there, seeing these things and thinking that, first of all, it's either okay to say this, or second of all, if they're gay, thinking, shit, this is bad. They don't want to play football. Yeah, they don't want to play football. They don't want to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I was, I had my hair cut the other day. And I had my hair cut by a girl I went to school with. And we were talking about homophobia and we're talking about bullying and I told her that you know at school I was bullied uh and I you know I've said it before I tried to kill myself and she had no idea and it's just like a lot of people don't realize what's going on especially at that age that how much these things affect kids um and adults like you know it's scary but I just what I'd love is for people to be calling out this bullshit of homophobia a lot more. Um, I've got on rants with people on Instagram and LinkedIn where they, like I've said before, and I know I'll get told off again, but I think if you're against same sex marriage, you're homophobic. That's just my stance on it. And I just don't think enough happens to promote equality in my opinion. And it's nice to put a rainbow flag on your shoulder and show that and show that support, but it's clearly not working. There needs to be bigger changes in football to make a big change. Like I don't, I don't think just it's a step in the right direction. These rainbow races, but it's clearly not enough. Well, they just I think they're slow on the uptake. Like it's one of those sports and one of those atmospheres where they're still quite um, backdated in their behaviour towards differences and you know people because there's still a lot of racism in football. A lot of fans will call players monkeys and shout abuse at them. That happens even today. Mad, yeah, true. Like, it's so behind, it's so behind. So it is a start. Bigger things need to happen and continue. But things like this will make me think there'll never be an out football player because oh, exactly. being a football player and then suddenly all of this happens. And you're like, oh, actually, they're taking a step. Now suddenly, all of these people throw all this hate. There's nothing, you know, you can't be open. You can't be honest with people in the wider world because you're scared of what people's reaction is but yeah that's, that's really horrible I have little respect for football players and watching football actually and that just makes it even worse for me I must admit I watched a tiny bit of football on Saturday night I wasn't impressed it's just all the rolling around it's behaving like children it's pushing the referees and no respect there's such a respect because the players know especially the top level players that that's what people come to see and then the referees are scared to penalise these players that are touching them because they're not here to see the refs. They're here to see these like highly, highly paid players who have always been told that they're amazing and suddenly it's okay for them to roll around the floor and like have tantrums and shit like that. <sighs> no, it's not okay. They started doing that in rugby recently and now the rules have gotten really strict because they can see 
that some players start talking to them. And now, instead of like softening, they've gotten even harder because like absolutely not. You will not lose the respect of the game. You will not lose the respect of the game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important. It's so do important. You, do you um, know in the New Zealand, did you watch the New Zealand Ireland match? No, no, the, no, the one where they won. No, I didn't. No, yeah. I what annoyed me is Wayne Barnes was there chatting, hey, mate, to all the New Zealand ones. I'm like, there was a time when there was like five penalties in five minutes all by New Zealand. I'm like, stop saying mate and get the fucking cards out, please, because stop having your key. Uh, but that's difficult. You can't be unbiased in this situation. I can't be unbiased, but I can have an opinion and it's valid. Oh, I don't know if it's valid. You can have an opinion. I don't know whether it's valid or not. It is valid. But I didn't watch the game. Well, I know I did. But you're not objective in this situation. I'm totally objective. Just because you said mate. They know a lot of the players by name and stuff. Like, you know, they, they experience these people a lot. Yeah but, yeah, but he's an international coach or international referee. He didn't say any of that to the Ireland team. I mean, he'll, he'll know them. Um, and he wasn't letting Ireland, well, Ireland are well-disciplined, but he wasn't letting... And you know what, then the way, I'm not complaining because it was all those penalties given away that got us the game. I just think, as a standard, Wayne Barnes is bringing, down, bringing it down. Well, this is not a rugby podcast, so I meant there. Mm. <laughs> are we doing a special rugby podcast for Six Nations we talked about it I don't know if we've got enough uh, I don't know he listens um, but I don't know if we've got enough rugby fan followers do you I don't know I don't know if it was speed. we'll have to do an additional one I think it's important to do, if we were to do that so we might have to do two that week or something like a shorter one mm. that was our commentary on it but we'll see we'll decide then we've got a while we've got two months or so yeah two months that was all I want to talk about for that so I think it's a good thing to highlight. I can't believe that, you know, they're just bringing us... Well, I would say, if there's there's three people listening, I know there are out there. Thanks for listening. And also, you know, if you've got gay friends, just drop a message and say hello. Just, you never know. People are... It's a difficult time and... uh, I don't know. It upset upset me. Like, when I read that today, I was actually a bit upset. I know, it's bad. I don't know if I'm still a bit hungover, but it actually, it, did, it really affected me quite badly. Like, huh? How can people just, how can people fucking moan about, a t- I don't know, it disgusted me. I know we normally like sort of talk about things that we tend to like discuss or argue. And I don't know if we strongly express our opinions, but it does fill me with like feelings of like anger and like hate towards, towards these people. Like it's just ridiculous to, to think this is okay in this day and age to, yeah. you know, to probably do that and just yeah just let people who they want to be like fuck off yeah cool on to you um, so I had something in mind which I then forgot about which is great because I was on Facebook last night and someone had laughed at this video that was on Vice. On what? Vice, it's like some sort of like online magazine. It was a post about this um, will, women of color retreat in Costa Rica. So I watched it. It was a video on Vice that was about seven and a half minutes long. And it was about this um, person um, who decided to leave her life in New York because she visited South America. She was tired of the racism in America. And constant racism and stuff like that and, and the oppression and stuff and then she went around South America and fell in love with Costa Rica but basically gave up work made a retreat exclusively for women of colour so it's called Women of Colour Healing Retreat and you go there to have a break from white people that was literally like the first line or second line that was in the video so I was like fuck man that kind of statement to me, like, would incite hate. I don't know if, I don't know whether, uh, at first, like, so that was like my thought. I was like, that, that's reverse racism. Because then these women were like, you know, their time there and stuff. Then this beautiful place in Costa Rica, this woman called Satya, Satya X, they don't know her last name, she created it. And they go there to heal through holistic um, ways. And it's to heal all of like the feelings that you have and to just feel comfortable around people that are like you, the same. 
there's different sessions and you spend some time there and it's a safe space just to be black. And then mm -hmm. we showed some women talking about how they feel in regular life where, you know, here no one's going to ask to touch my hair or not touch my hair, but also just touch my hair because that's what happens to black women a lot. Oh, oh, you know, black people, oh, your hair's nice, let me touch it. Or feel like they're being overlooked for certain, I don't know, opportunities and stuff. Do you think it's okay to have an all-black women holiday? And what got me actually, sorry, I was saying the last thing, is it's called Women of Colour, but it's exclusively for black African-Americans. Okay. More women, black Africans. And I was like, well, that's not all women, women of colour. That's not people of colour, because people of colour is quite broad, isn't it? Like, I mean, yeah, but you... You I, don't, like, I don't like the term. I don't like the term people of color. Say that again? You don't like the term people of color? No. Why? Well, I just think it's so vague. I mean, well, yeah. It basically means non white, then, isn't it? Well, that's the thing. White to color? Uh, I don't think so in terms of like ethnicity and stuff. Mm, I don't know. I just. Uh, it. <sighs> I don't think that's the point. You can't say white is a color. Well, no, but it, 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 I mean, well, you can, you can say white is a color. I think, well, I mean, I don't, I don't want to go off topic, but I, I'm not a big fan of people of color. The term, yeah, the term people of color. Did I just say I'm not a fan of people of color? Uh, yes, you said you're racist. Oh, shit. Nah, I have something to tell you. I'm a big racist. You didn't need to tell me, I could tell. <laughs> um, but do I think it's okay to... For there to be a retweet. <sighs> On a personal level, I don't think it's okay, but she can do what she wants. Like, it, but I would say, what did, what did you say the term was? She said escape white people? They're having a break from white people. Have a break from If a white person was to do that and say, have a break from black people, oh my God, the fury would be unleashed. So that was that part of my thought. I mean, I'm the type of person who, even though I'm massively racist, I will, I do think there's things that's happened, like white people have had it better without a doubt. Like you don't even have to question it. And I do think there should be things in place to, I don't want to say push black people along, but encourage them to go out and do more. For example, back the, an example in my head is I do think there should be more educational funds out there f to help black people in underprivileged situations because they've been a victim over the generations and there's poverty. But I would say, you know, I don't know, I'm talking out of my ass because I think there's, no, I agree with you. But there's also poor white kids out there who don't get the same opportunity. And if you say well, this is only for black people, then, it, you know, the white people or Asian people, or whatever else, people who aren't people of color, it's like, it's like that, that our previous podcast about the person who imitated or said he was, you know, a person of colour, he said he was African, to get mm -hmm. that, that um, scholarship, not scholarship. What was job. It? Got a job. It, it was a job, yeah, the, the job. And we both agreed that was okay because in an ideal world, everyone would get, like, things on merit, but in the world that we're in, you need to provide different opportunities and more opportunities for, for you know, unrepresented areas so that it does entice, it does show balance, it does show that opportunities are available for everyone. And so I agree with you. In principle, it sounds like, why would you need an all-black space? But then if you don't feel like you're, and if you're white and say you want an all-white space, it would incite, it would be basically saying that you hate black people or people of colour. But in the world that we're in, white people, you know, if you're, especially in this thing, they would say, well, like, white people have that in their everyday lives. White people should feel safer in their everyday lives for that reason because they're not under the same scrutiny as those that are not white. Well, it's the same I say in gay bars. That's exactly what I was going to go into. Yeah. Um, like, if someone said, Matt, do you want to go on all gay, on all gay men holiday? I would be like, I will book my tickets now. In fact, I'm doing that next year. I'm going to Gay Ski Week in March because I want to be around like-minded people. But it doesn't, in all fairness, you know, it doesn't, I don't know about this rule. It doesn't say you can't be straight to go. It, well, it that's, that's the thing. You don't have gay bars where you're like, actually, you're straight, you can't get in. I think you have it in some places. They used to. If you used to go to them and be like, do you know 
me and my brother used to go a lot. Like he would come with me to gay bars, especially when I first came out. So in my early twenties, he would come with me to gay clubs a lot. In fact, I'd be the only gay one out of me and my like three friends from home. But they would come with me because I didn't have any gay friends. But were they rejected for being straight? No, well, they, they weren't rejected. I don't know if they would if they were all straight, but they'd be like, do you know what kind of club this is? And they're like, yeah. Or they'd be like, are you gay? And then, yeah, you know, I'd you, be like, I'm definitely gay. Just to put it out there. Okay. Yeah, I'd always say it like, like, you know, with a little bit more sass or whatever. But I think that's a, I mean, that's a that's an all right question to ask. Like, I've been asked going into a bar in Belfast, oh, have you been here before? I fully know <laughs> what is behind this door. I know it. Yeah, but I had it in my mind that maybe it was for the benefit of the people coming in because there's a pub in London that looks like just a regular pub. It doesn't have like a flag on the outside. Um, it's not on the main old Compton Street, like, you know, mm. halfway to heaven. But because it's like an old man pub, a lot of families are walking there looking for the toilet, looking for a drink and stuff. Oh, yeah. um, they make us and- <laughs> <laughs> when they yeah, and they'll be like, what on earth have I just walked into? <laughs> so true. And because things happen during the day there. Yeah, I've seen it happen so many times, even the Duke of Wellington, where people, guys have come in because there's sport on, they've come in and like, hey, hey, hey. And then, yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like gay bars. I think you were going to say something about gay bars and just saying like, you want to go to them. I, I want to go to them because I do feel safer. I just feel more comfortable now. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say straight people couldn't go into a gay bar. And this website doesn't say exclusively that. Like, well, it just says it's for black women. And I don't know if someone wanted to go um, to it. I just found it really interesting because I was like, obviously, there's a lot more racism in America than there is here, right? People treat differently. I believe that that's true. Do you know how much it costs this retreat? No. Three thousand three hundred thirty-three dollars. She is on a money scheme. So I was looking into it because I was like, "This is ridiculous," and it kind of just gets rid of everything that I was saying. But we'll go into it. So then, some people have gone; they've actually gone to it. But with, and this is quite a recent thing. Within the past like two months or so, and even and just within this year, a lot of people have lost money because it turns out that it's a scam. <gasps> people wow. are paying all of the money to go there. Then we get regular responses, and this person has been scamming them. So this black woman's been taking vulnerable black people, yeah, um, exploiting them. Bad, isn't that bad? That's really bad. So the whole thing's a scam. It seems to be now. It seems like people have been there before and not got what they expected because it's been oversold massively on the website. So if you go into like women of colors, how you literally just have to type in the website is called. There's a whole website. It's in. It is on articles and stuff like that. It's called Women, Women of Color Healing um, Retreats.com. Colors with no U because it's America. And there are websites, there's articles. Vice actually did it. People made articles. So they went at some point. And then it started saying, it, and then if you go back like two years ago, it'd be like, oh, I'm going. It was amazing. Then there are some places being like, I went, but it didn't really meet my expectations, but it was magical. Then it started saying, I went there and it was completely not what I expected. And then now recently, you see something that just like, I sent the money. Um, she was aggressively hassling us saying we'll lose our money if we don't respond then by the time I got to it there was no response there was no place there were no details given and they lost their money here it's a nice website yeah it's really professional looking well it's been going on for a while apparently but most recently found that to be um, a scam what gets me then is to feel the needs to so these individuals would look at it and be like well some are saying they want to support like black owned businesses you know yeah because they do it black women they want to make sure they're empowered and want to support them so they go and do that but so they completely exploit essentially what you'd say is your own kind right your own kind of person it's just yeah. insane isn't it it's bad it's, 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 it's bad. makes me uncomfortable because it's, it's basically picking on people if somebody's in the mindset where they want to get away like in my, in my head, if somebody's in the mindset that they want to escape, you know, white people, so to speak, then there, there's something that's been happening and they're vulnerable and this woman is exploiting that. That's what I thought. Like my first thought was like, this is ridiculous. This is literally reverse racism. Um, you, you're, you're now being exclusive instead of inclusive. And just say you don't want to speak to white people anymore, I thought it was just a bit ridiculous. 
But then I started thinking, well, something must happen to you to feel so strongly and now you're being exploited. And I think that behavior is disgusting. There's a free Kids of Color program on the website as well, if you look. So in New York, they've got like, they want to promote it with kids. So it's women and children. They want to promote like this holistic and healing process of like the racism that lives in America. So now they're, I mean, I don't know whether they actually held courses, but they're actually including children now. It's free, which is good. But if it's fake, then it's all just exploitation, isn't it? And there's pictures of children. But you know what would be a nicer message to send? What? It would be bringing white kids and kids of every color together and teach them about love rather than hate and segmenting kids. Especially like, like children. You need yeah. to because you want to break that behavior. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just to me reinforcing, like you say, well, racism. <laughs> there was a woman that made this article and she talks about her horrible experience because she needed to leave a day early because she wanted to empower black women. She went along, she thought she could use it. It turns out it wasn't what she expected. Um, she was speaking to the person who made it. And the person, um, Tatia, her name is, therapy is created by the white person and black people need to heal themselves. And she, the woman was like, well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but this person actually said that to this. So yeah, Tatia said that to this woman who went and supported her. <laughs> Mine's kind of thinking too hard. Mine is like, I, did all, I started looking around and I'm a bit annoyed that actually this is actually fruitless because you know, it's not a real thing. But I'm also glad it's not a real thing because people are being exploited. Um, but the other thing is, is like, would something like that, I did come around to the idea that actually, if you, need, if you feel the need to do that, because I likened it to being gay, like I like going to gay safe spaces where I feel more comfortable. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be impossible for me to say anything on that because I have no idea what it's like to be black. It's going to be hard for you to say it because you're black, but things in America are an extreme compared to here. So... I don't know. I mean, from your point of view, do, do you feel that there's a need to go off of black people? For me personally, I don't think so. Black men, not because they didn't say it was a black retreat. It's a black women retreat. So I, I don't feel the need to, but I've, I think I've always been around like, I, I, I've been surrounded by like, white people more than I have been black people, to be honest. But I understand the need for it. Like, I understand, not the need for it, wants to be like okay i want to be around like-minded people if i was talking about being gay do you know, in my head now i'm just thinking it just takes one experience like you could you, you could just go out or not maybe not one experience but a build-up of experiences and you know if somebody was gay and they're going out and they're getting homophobic every single way they look they'd be like do you know what? i want to just escape straight people like this is just like my my safety is at risk here but not even on a grand scheme, it's those small things. Maybe when they call them microaggressions, it's more like having to come out every time you go to work or, you know, you go, I'm going to a straight club and I might decide to dance quite feminine, like, and then either being pushed or like commented on or something like that, you know, like while I'm out, those sorts of things. Whereas I don't have to worry about that if I'm going to a gay club or on a gay weekend, but like, I don't need to worry about the way that I'm dancing. I don't need to worry about who I'm talking to. I don't need to worry about fighting. I find that happens a lot. I don't feel as comfortable in gay in straight clubs because I feel like there's a lot of aggression. I feel, I feel that now, if I'm honest. I went to a straight club a couple of weeks ago in Belfast and it was like a zoo. I was like, what the fuck are these people doing? It, it's just something else. It's a different beast. <laughs> Next level, I'm like... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Girls all dressed up and then they think they can just rule the roost and push everyone around and stuff. And I'm like, go away. I know. Go away from me. You, just because you're a woman, you don't think anyone's going to hit you. I won't hit a woman, but I won't I, hit a man either, so. I would hit a woman. <laughs> well, it's a, yeah, they'd have to do something, like, yeah, they'd have to keep going at you, I guess, but. I wouldn't actively go out and say, I'm going to punch a woman tonight, but if a woman's hitting me, I'd be like, listen, I'm going to give you one more warning, then I'm going to come for you. Yeah, yeah. but they assume that no one will ever touch them. They've got this belief that, like, no man will ever touch them, and a straight person probably wouldn't. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, all I'll say is I don't think violence is the answer to anything. And like, there's a message, I'm not, like, I don't want to say that, okay, I think it's okay to hit women. I don't think any, it's okay for anyone to hit anyone. Yeah. But if you go to hit somebody, male or female, you need to be prepared to be hit back, male or female. Mm, I agree. I'm not saying going to hit people. I'm just saying. Yeah. But exactly. You're, exclusive, you're inclusive when it comes to 
who you're going to hit. If they <laughs> I will hit everyone and anyone <laughs> regardless of sexuality, age, ability. Ability? Well, no. <laughs> I don't know about disabilities now. Depends on what the There's so many rules over my foot on the wheelchair, they'll get punched in the face. Oh my God. <laughs> Slightly off topic again. My brother, I don't know if I should talk about it. I don't think he listens anyway. But um, he woke up the other day and he's got this thing called Bell's Palsy. He woke up and his, his face is paralyzed. Half his face is paralyzed. He just woke up and it just appeared overnight. He, so when he talks, he smiles like everything's, it looks like. He's like a now. No, but say, they say up to nine months. What? So now, currently, his face, half his face got moving. Yep. So, oh, oh. So last night we were sitting, and I take the piss because it's me, but he's sitting there and he's laughing, but it's there. Is that- <laughs> but it's like his, you know, and he, because he has no, he can't control the muscle, he, he has to wear like over his eye to stop it drying out. Out of nowhere. And the drool, the drool, he's been really sick. He's been really sick for a week, just like a flu, like a stomach flu. And he's been LLL. I've been keeping my distance. Like, I don't want your fucking diseases. So it's supposed to like go back to normal later at some point. Yeah, well, they say up to up to six to nine months, but I mean, it could be a few weeks. Depends. Like, there's they don't know. Crazy. He, he, but he it got worse today because his hearing started to go in his ear. Maybe it's not that. I've been watching a lot of Grey's. Grey's Anatomy. Ooh. I mean, like you know, you know, you need to get a second opinion. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, he's on all this medication now, but we'll see. Crazy! That would be so annoying. And he, my my brother, is it just his face? Just yeah, just his face. No, just just his face. Yeah, but he's so vain. I, it couldn't have happened to a better guy. Oh, that's how you're smiling as you're saying this. No one saw. He was like, "Oh my god!" (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do. He's my little brother. I do love him. Obviously, if it was anything serious, I mean, it's quite serious. But if it was me, I wouldn't care. But he's the type of person who's like, I ha- can't go out of the house now for six months. I'm like, Keith, get over yourself. Nobody cares. If it was you, it'd be very different. Come on now. I would. I, I don't care. That is bullshit. If half your face stopped moving, you'd be like, this is awful. And you would consider about how much people can see you. Especially at the start. Eventually you'd be like, you know, I need to leave the house. I can't be here forever. But when you drink your pints of Guinness, you wouldn't be able to, you have to sip it through a straw. Wouldn't you? You'd be able to fit the whole pint, huh? I'd be fine with that. You'd be fine. Man, you try so much shit, it's not even funny. You'd be fine with it. You might be able to cope and deal with it a bit better, but you would not be fine. You wouldn't be able to just continue the I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I choose this, but I wouldn't sit and mope around and think the world's over. You I'd, have no perspective. I had, no, the, the problem is I have too much perspective because I know there's stuff out there that's a lot worse than my face being drippy. I could be, you know, no legs. I, you know, it's, there's, you know, there's a lot like, worse to happen to people. Oh, my face will be going to the doctors. They'll be like, oh, it's this. Oh, okay, fine. Should we go to McDonald's? Like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, no. But I would be like, okay, cool. I'd be like, I need to go Christmas shopping. Like, <laughs> no, but I, I would be more like, oh, uh, the doctor, your face is dripping. I'm like, is it going to kill me? No, I'm a stock of it for life. No. What's worse, celiac disease? Because you can't eat this ever again. I'm like, <laughs> bring it back to the celiac, you know? Oh bring my it back God. to me. <laughs> no, it is tough, and I do. I like, obviously, I hope wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah, yeah. Oh, some, some other blank statement. Yeah, <laughs> reading off a script. Mentally woke up and it was there again. Went off on tangent. What are we talking about? That was the end of that, really. Oh yeah, that's right. The woman. Um, yeah, I'll hit anybody. <laughs> that bitch needs to be here I can't be she's doing that boy black on black crime is not the one we support no. our sisters and our brothers but then that's a the big thing in this like I know that in the states like I know a lot of the uh, uh, people like Morgan Freeman was saying you know wow, black lives matter a lot of his contra- or his criticism of that movement was black lives do matter and we need to look at ourselves as well like it's not you know, um, it's not just white people killing black people. No, 
no, nobody should kill anyone. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of black on black hate, as they say. And that is just an extreme version for these vulnerable people that are paying thousands of dollars to go abroad. It takes a real fucking bitch to sit and say, these people are vulnerable and I'm going to exploit them. It happens, though. It happens. You have to be truly evil, I believe that. People need to be more switched on. In today's age, with social, pardon me, social media and the internet, more switched on. What's really bizarre to me, though, is like, when, the vid- when I was re- watching the video, I was like, this must be a parody. I was waiting for the joke. Like, you know when the first lines, couple of lines are quite serious? And like, the, even the, the headline would be like, you know, when they said, oh, the, when you said it's not, <laughs> it's to escape white people. I was like, this is clearly a joke video. I can't wait to laugh. And it just continued. And it was not a parody. It was completely serious. And I was like, fuck. I, read, I went on the website, read about it, and I was like, shit, it's for real. And today I was like, oh, it's actually just a scam. Or it turned into a scam somehow. I, I can't, like, let's see. She's got, she's got social and everything. Instagram, 20,000 followers on Instagram this page has. It's insane. One of her categories is vegan. That says a lot. Oh, she, yeah, she's a vegan yoga like sort of person, but she has no qualifications. She's self-diagnosed like a healer. Um, her last post on Instagram was November 14th, so not that long ago. Unless it's, she's, it's happening now. Yeah, but unless she's, oh, right, she literally just this couple of weeks has decided to go rogue. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, not that she hasn't gone rogue. She, I said she may have gone missing. She hasn't. But since people are saying it's a scam, it's a scam, it's a scam. But I'm saying that it's happening now. People are going now. You can see the website's still up. If the website was up, if, if it wasn't going on anymore, the website wouldn't be up, would it? No, that's true. But some of the stuff here, like on her, I don't know, one of the things on Instagram here, it says, on the color black, blackball, blackmail, blacklist, black market. Have you ever wondered why most references to the color black have a negative or demeaning connotation? If you look at the website, all Listen, of the courses I would, I would go on this. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I can identify as a black woman and go on this. It looks, it looks professional. And all of that I've seen on are like true. People need to be smarter where they're spending the money. Anyway, I don't want to have to edit this out, so let's stop. Uh, yeah. Thanks for... We've, we've no new review. Nobody has left us reviews. It's like Christmas season, I guess, but no, it's all bullshit. Leave some reviews. The Christmas season should be encouraging people to share happiness and love and Facebook reviews or iTunes reviews or everything and everything but um yeah thanks everyone for listening we hope that you have a lovely week uh, full of christmas parties and hangovers yeah lots of hangovers right my sausages are done i need to go and eat them oh shit you never went to get them boy they're gonna be black as <laughs> everyone at the women of color i'll be retreat <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a lovely week ashley bye everyone